Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. It is Coach Kelly. How are you? And welcome to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. How about that? Here we are. And how did you enjoy going back to the episode about beliefs and the rules that we make up from beliefs? What did you get out of that? I loved revisiting it because it just reminded me so much about how our beliefs can be so powerful in, in, in two different ways. They can be powerful in, in enhancing what we're up to and the things we want to do, and they can be so powerful in limiting us. And we will make up rules either way we go. We'll make up rules either way we go. So I hope you enjoyed it because I thought before carrying on back into the land of shoulds, it would be a good idea to revisit beliefs and the rules we make up about them. So today we're going to carry on with shoulds. We're going, we're going there. We're going to go there. We're going to go the, the shoulds, the shoulds of our lives, the shoulds of our lives. Don't should on ourselves and the shoulds of our lives. Okay. Because we all have them. So I'm curious, did you do your homework from that first, uh, from, was it July 4th? July 4th that that episode came out. Did you do your homework and find out where you've been shooting on yourself and maybe what drives some of that shooting on yourself? Did you do that? If you didn't, it's not too late. Go back to episode 115, Don't Shoot on Yourself, and listen in and check out the homework because it will be life-changing. All right. So let's talk about these shoulds, if you will. And, you know, you'll know, you know, you know, when it's happening because something happens, like, I don't feel like I'm living the life that I wanted and I'm not really leaning into my gifts and my passions and things like that. I'm literally just doing whatever people think I should do. And it could be things like you're stuck in a job that you absolutely don't love that you can't stand because you thought it was something you should do. Or maybe somebody told you stay there. You should stay there. You should do this until you get a new job until you, you know, fill in the blanks. Okay. That reminds me of a funny story about that. You you're not really sure who told you that you should pursue that career, but you were told you should pursue that career. And so you were pretty certain you would do it because it was told to you by somebody, maybe that you respected, maybe that you really leaned in to their opinion. Okay. Or you should do it because man, that's going to pay me really well. 
our shoulds can look really great, really great. But you'll know you're in the land of shoulds because it's going to feel really not great. Or it might feel great for a little bit and then you get into it and it doesn't feel great anymore. Maybe you went to college and you went to work on a very specific degree. Maybe it's a business degree. And then suddenly you decided, you know what? I am really passionate about art and I'm really good at it. And I'd really love to someday have an art studio and an maybe an art gallery, something like that. But I should pursue working for a corporation because I have this business degree. Notice how interesting that is. Notice how interesting that is. And not even thinking about, "Hmm, I'm curious what that business degree might help me with. As a matter of fact, should I decide? Should I decide? When I decide that I'm going to go ahead and pursue my passion. Okay. Because here's the interesting thing. Everything that happens in our life is happening as a stepping stone to the next, to the next, to the next. Okay. So everything is useful in some context. However, we will make some detours because somebody said we should. It happens. It really, truly happens. There are tons of stories out there on, I was going to do this, but then I decided I should do this. Okay. Or, and a lot of times that's going to revolve around what society says or what a a trusted source says, somebody that is in your tight circle says, I will never forget. I will never forget when I back, back, back in the day I was in banking and I, it was great. Like I had a great job. I worked with great people. I got to affect change and create impact. I was on the default side and I was able to help people modify loans and stay out of foreclosures and and things like that. I mean, it was, and, and it was a good paying job and, you know, it was definitely career bound, right? I could move up the ladder, all of those things. And I remember, I remember when I got the job initially, and I remember my dad saying, Oh, this is great. I always thought you should work in a bank. Um, I think I always thought you'd be really good at it. You're really good at working with people and you're going to do great. And you know, the sky's the limit. So this is awesome. Now here's the thing. My dad also thought I should be doing some other things too. Just so you know, that was one of them. You should have a stable job. You should have a stable career. You should take care of yourself. All these things. Now, by the way, that came from some massive positive intent for sure. My dad grew up in the depression and my dad came from a very, very, very poor family. And my dad was an entrepreneur. My dad had his own business. He worked very, very hard to create that business. And and he had as far as an eighth grade education eighth grade education. You guys, that is something that still to this day gives me goosebumps. And he was an amazingly great businessman and had a wonderful business. And that actually provided us so much of what we needed and a lot of what we wanted to. And 
I, I am really grateful for that. And he really showed us what working hard and work ethic meant and what it meant to be committed and roll up your sleeves and get in there and, and, and do the thing. And I got to tell you, I bet, I bet now we never got to discuss this, but I bet it probably was hard owning your own business. And it was probably hard being an entrepreneur. And so I just bet that part of his, you should work at this bank, banks are stable, (laughs) you know, or so it seemed was his way of like, she's going to be okay. She's going to be in a career that she can explore and grow and contribute and learn and lead and all the things positive intent. I am not saying that all the shoulds that people drop down on us are not for our own good at the time they might be okay. And I went on and on and on. I went all along with staying in banking for many, many years, almost 20. And I just remember feeling like there has to be something more. There has to be something more. And I remember being tapped on the shoulder by a mentor and she said, have you ever thought about being a coach? Now she never said I should be a coach by the way, but she did say, have you ever thought about being a coach? In fact, I had not, I didn't even know what that was. I knew a little bit in banking back in the time we did have career coaches. We did have, you know, executive coaches. There was business coaching. I, but I didn't really fully engage or understand it, but I certainly have you ever thought about it started thinking, and that could then help me connect to a desire that I had. And so it paused there because I will then move to next week's episode on where I moved from what I thought I should be doing career-wise into what flipped desire-wise for me by being asked a simple question have you ever thought about being a coach? Okay. So I will, so we're going to pause the story here. I'm going to pick it up for the next episode so I can share with you where that moved to desire and where it continued to stay in desire. Now, I remember also as a coach, and I also went on to certify as a facilitator and lots of extra continued education in that field worked for a training company for, oh gosh, about 10 years. And I got the itch again. I got the itch again. I was feeling like something more was calling me that my time at the training company was probably complete, that I had created the impact with the company as it was growing. And it was time for me to move on. But, you know, I was scared because, hey, you should stay at the training company. It's stable and countonable and familiar and all of those things. And yet I wasn't feeling that anymore. And what I really wanted to do is I wanted to step out and I wanted to really build on my own company and pursue the dreams and the visions of of what I wanted to do in terms of coaching and training and leadership and all those different things. And I, I remember calling my husband and saying, Hey, listen, I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and resign. And he said, okay, yeah, I know you've been kind of, you know, sort of ruminating on that and thinking about it. And you have some, you have some ideas that I think are really cool. And 
and you, you really haven't had a lot of time to really pursue that because you're super busy at the training company, but you should probably get another job to, you know, just whoop, smooth transition while you're pursuing the rest of that. Okay. But guess what? Also great positive intention because, you know, stability and having a paycheck and all of those things, not bad ideas, right? My husband wasn't like, he was not coming in and like, no, you can't do it or anything like that. Just coming from a place of, you know, some security and things like that. And I remember in that moment, my desire was so incredibly strong for what I wanted to create in the next chapter of my career that I could no longer lean into the should stay where I am. And in fact, that same day, actually I did say, I said, well, here's what I'm thinking. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to go ahead and resign today. And I was able to share with him my plan and what I was going to create and when I was going to create it by in a very short period of time. And, and he was all in, he was all in and said, go for it. So that was great because by coming from desire, I was able to then really share my plan and really get his buy-in and, you know, and partnership. That's, that's what happened. So whoo, when we stick with shoulds, they can really hold us back. And when we lean into desire, they can really move us forward. So the thing is, is I want you guys to know that shoulding on ourselves really comes in two different ways. First, it could mean that doing what you think others expect you to do is doing the right thing, despite your dreams, your desires, your conscious and your gut telling you something different. And this first type of shooting is really rooted in a sense of guilt and sometimes shame, or also in the hopes of really gaining approval from others. Okay. This is very true. Very, very true. And we want to be careful with that because when we're looking to get the approval from others, we're really robbing ourselves of our own self-esteem and building our own dreams, our own confidence, things like that, because you can gain the approval from others. And that is going to go that that's for like a moment, right? And then you're going to just keep repeating that cycle. You got to keep going for approval. That's another Oprah, Oprah, that's another Oprah. I'm going to do a whole series on that type of thing, gaining approval, approval from others, people pleasing, things like that, because, Ooh, there's some really interesting, interesting things that we can dive deep on there. And so the second type of shooting on yourself involves reliving past mistakes over and over and over again, saying I should have done this, or I should have done that. And what I call that is living in regret or living in, you know, past mistakes, trying to make up for it. Okay. Woulda, shoulda, coulda is back then it is, it's, it's well, would have and could have and should have. Yeah. Actually all three that's in the past it's back. It's back then. So that's a, what I call a past tense form of shitting on yourself. Don't do that. The past is the past. And we are moving forward. Yes, please. Okay. So there's no room for either one of those two forms of shooting. And it is going to create such an inner struggle. And it's literally 
you're not going to live with that freedom and that joy and that vibrance that you really can live with. Okay. So I really, really, really want you to hear that, that there's those two forms of shoulding. Okay. One is in the past making up for mistakes or living in some regret. And the other is because we're, we're really attempting to gain someone's approval. Those are two biggies. Okay. And there's more, but let's, let's go with those for today. All right. And show we saw a lot of this, a lot of this during the beginning of the pandemic. I remember so clearly reading things all over the place or experiencing conversations like I should write a book. I should eat healthy. I should, you know, redo my house. I should, I should, I should, I should. So in one form, it was coming in as a should. And for some people that was really taxing and really, really bringing people down all these shoulds that they, that they kept hearing they should be doing. And a lot of times it was coming from very, you know, again, positive intent. Like here we are in this time, we're in lockdown. What are we going to do in this lockdown? Right. What are we going to do? And people deal with things very differently. We just do. And what people got to do is what worked for them without putting the pressure on. Now, were there some great books written? Heck yeah, there were. Were there some amazing home improvements? Heck yeah, there were. I started a podcast, this podcast, right during the pandemic. It launched May 4th, 2020. That's exactly when it launched. And didn't see that coming. Didn't know. Changed the trajectory a little bit of the podcast. However, it got started. You know what I didn't do? I didn't purge a dang thing in my house. (laughs) I did not do any organization in my house. What I did is I launched a podcast. I probably gained 15 pounds. I want to tell you I've lost that. Thank you very much. What else did I do? What else did I do? I don't know. So many things. We go back and listen. You'll hear all of the things. And, you know, I will tell you, and you've heard me say this before on many episodes, is that. I remember I've been told many times like you should write a book. You should write a book like you. There's all these principles. There's all these great nuggets. There's so much impact and help. You should write a book. And I was like, I don't want to write a book. I'm a talker. I'm a talker, not a writer. Okay. And so then the same type of question was asked. Have you thought about a podcast? Thank you, Steve Delmeyer. I will always give him credit. He is the one that asked me that question, not you should start a podcast. Have you thought about starting a podcast? Okay. Have you thought about starting a podcast? Well, I thought about it and you guys all know that sat on it like a mother hen for about a year and a half, got all caught up in the how and all the things we have tons of episodes where you can listen to that and then finally move that to a desire to create a larger impact out in the world with these principles on taking the lead in your life. And voila, here we are. This I believe is episode 117. So desire is where it's at. Okay. So there's a lot of should what, you know, should bestsellers, if you will, like 
You should be compassionate. You should meditate. You should give back. You should be able to do nothing. You should be productive. You should declutter. You should take more trips. You should appreciate what you have. You should spend more time with your kids. You should want to spend more time with your kids. You should have more fun. You should spend less time on technology. You should laugh more. You should lose weight. You should exercise more. You should drink less. You should be happier. Now, I am. Those are like, whoa, I read those in psychology today, by the way, I want to give some credit to the list of should, should bestsellers. And I thought they were powerful because you know what? There's a lot of really great ones in here. Like you should be happier. Um, but when it comes from that place of should, whoa, is it laced with judgment, right? You should laugh more. Why? It's not funny. You're not funny, right? Laced with judgment. You should lose weight. Laced with judgment. You should exercise more. Laced with judgment. That is somebody's opinion or judgment. Now, when we approach things from I should, or when we're taking in what we think other people say we should, we are not really tapping into what we truly desire, what we truly find important. We are putting way much more opinion on somebody else's opinion, their judgment, et cetera, et cetera. And not all shoulds come from, you know, again, I cannot say this enough. They have positive intent, right? Like if the doctor says, Hey, listen, you should work on your weight. You should lose some weight. You should exercise more. You should get, get on a nutrition plan. I am very clear that the doctor understands health and understands, you know, the body and where it's at and why this would be important and all of that. It's that we will hear it, not from that place, not from a place. And in fact, many people get sick and tired of it so much so that they won't even go to the doctor because of it. And I got to tell you, doctors have a lot of education and science and all the things that I'm certainly not a doctor, right? Do I love hearing that kind of stuff? Oh, not really. No. And it's up to me to move it from what they think I should do to a desire if it's what I desire. You see what I'm saying? They have positive intent. They want you to be healthy. They want you to live long and prosper, right? That's the positive intent. But when we hear it come down that way, it feels like judgment. It feels like we're in trouble. It feels right. It feels that way. Okay. So if it's something that you desire, you're going to be so much more apt to act on it. Okay. And whatever your specific shoulds are on your list, they always add up to the same should. And this is what it is. You should be better. And so the, you know, I'm here to tell you, you truly are enough. You truly are. You are enough right now as you are. If you have a desire for something more in your life, if you have a desire for implementing a new invention, a new strategy, a new goal, a new anything, you're enough and you can get it done. Just don't shut on yourself in doing it. Okay. Don't shut on yourself in doing it because the chances are you're going to take a lot longer to get there if you even get there. And that's what's at stake. That is what's at stake. So some things that you can do to combat that and move out of 
the shoulds is that you can correct your shoulds and move them into desires. So for instance, you can ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to, or because I should? And if it's because you should, then go a little deeper and ask yourself, why do I believe I should? Like, why do I believe I should? Is there a fear? Like, what's the fear? What, what, what am I fearing if I don't do it? Notice if you are changing your should to something you want, notice, notice, notice how that might feel. Okay. See if it changes it. Okay. Really and truly, do I want to do this? Now, we all know there's going to be things in your life that you do because, you know, we, we, we got to do them. Like we got to change the cat box, right? We really do. We got to change the cat box. If we don't, our cat's going to get mad. Okay. (laughs) And so many other things, but even try that on. Like I should change the cat box. I should change the cat box. That feels sort of like, I want to change the cat box. Really? Why do you want to change the cat box? Well, so that the cat continues to go in the cat box and also so the house isn't stinky. Very different. Very, very different. Okay. So Remember, ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to or because I should? Am I doing this because I want to or am I doing it because I should? And if should is the is the answer, why do I believe I should get in ownership for that? Set aside a period of time during the day, like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that. Man, go for an hour if you can as a should free zone a should free zone. And what do we mean by a should free zone? It means it is a time where you are only doing the things you want. What? Only doing the things you want. And if anything at all shows up as a should put it aside for later or let it go altogether. Okay. And in that time period that you hold, cause see, we're practicing something. You got to practice this to really get into it. Okay. I wish I could tell you just flip the switch and the shoulds go away. They don't, you've got to practice getting into the want. So if, if you're, if you're not able to set the shoulds aside or there's no wants showing up, take a break from it and then come back to it, but challenge yourself, give yourself time. And, 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 you know, if an hour's too long, start with like 10 minutes and then crank it up every day, right? Create a new habit. That's what we're doing so that we don't should on ourselves anymore. Okay. So that is my challenge for you this week so that we are getting out of the shoulds of our life is ask yourself those questions and set aside your, your want time. So ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to, or because I should. And if it's a want man, go take action. That would be so amazing. And if it is a should ask what's driving that should, And then set aside your want time so that you are only doing things that you want to do during that time and see what shifts for you. Okay. See what shifts for you. I am super excited to see and hear what you discover. And then next week, we're going to talk about desires. We're going to end the month strong with desires so that you really see the distinction between the two. And I will finish those two stories that I started. How about that? So you all remember you have a choice to lead your life or follow your circumstances. 
life is literally knowing our passions, our purpose, our values, and creating creating an impact in our life and the life of others who emerges from taking the lead in their lives are authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and courageous. Did I just make up a new word? Courageous and staying out of the land of shoulds and absolutely grabbing the things that they want and desire because they said so. And it lights them up. It is not always going to look the way we think it's supposed to. And guess what? Trust more is always going to be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take those pauses, let go of worry and doubt and truly live fully the best version of yourselves with all those wonderful desires and no shoulds attached, no shoulds attached. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I trust there was great value for you as you move through your day and take the lead in your life. Remember we have the uplift her circle. It's on Facebook. It's a community it's growing and we can work on those shoulds and move them to desires in there. So check it out, join us there and you know, let's do this. All right. So have a great week ahead and you know, the drill, if it's not shaping up the way you want it to take the lead and create a fantastic one. I will talk with you guys next week. Next week. It is about desires. Yes, please. All right, everyone take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of let's be honest before we start pretending for more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.